1: His name is Cesar Sayoc. Yep, and it looks like uh, Donald Tr- that he likes Donald Trump and hates everybody who doesn't like him. I think you've probably heard and seen this uh, by now, but that's who's been charged with five federal crimes related to the bomb sent to 13 people, including one at CNN. And that funny smell that I smelled a couple of days ago, maybe that's gone away. It uh, smelled real funny to me. I couldn't believe anybody could be this stupid, but and maybe that insane, but he appears that uh, good chance he's both. It's apparently not a false flag, although that's still possible, I guess. It would have to be an elaborate plan. This guy doesn't seem like the type of guy who could put that together, but by now you've seen the van. If you haven't, there's a van that he was not only driving around in, in Florida, but living in, and it was covered uh, with Donald Trump pictures, stickers, Pictures of people that uh, like Michael Moore and uh, Hillary Clinton and and uh, other people that Donald Trump doesn't like and goes after quite a bit, and some of them had bullseyes on their faces. Uh, so Cesar Sayoc, uh, a guy who ha- was a no name, suddenly become world famous, and that may be what he was looking for because uh, everybody's going to know his name now. He'll be I don't know if he'll be a trivia question, but he'll be a, a name that everybody's gonna remember for at least for a while anyway uh, and it'll always be there somewhere in the history book still haven't uh, been able to get an answer on whether any of these bombs were actually bombs that would you know blow up we'll find out at some point uh, I did see that the FBI is saying that they are not hoax devices um, whatever that means um, uh, I, I don't, yeah I don't know how that uh, yeah I don't know how that compares to uh, a bomb that It's not going to blow up, but it's not a hoax device. Um, But anyway, uh, getting back to Cesar, uh, here's a quick rundown of some of his lifetime accomplishments. Okay, I'm not sure if this is 100 percent official, but this is what I saw somewhere. And I'm just going to run them by you. Uh, Arrested for I'm not I don't know if he was convicted for any of this stuff, but his record has this on it and goes all the way back to 1991, 27 years ago. He's in his late 50s. Uh, Ninety-one, theft. Nineteen-ninety-four, domestic violence. And here's a good one. In 2002, a bomb threat. He was uh, taken into custody for a bomb threat. He had threatened to blow up a utility company. Now, not everybody does that when your electric bill's a little too high or, or uh, you know, that's what he did. He, he threatened to blow it up. So, I don't know, that might have been a pretty good indication that he was probably not as suited for being out on the street. How about putting him in jail? Anyway, after that, that's 02. 04, something to do with an illegal ID. Uh, also an 04, controlled substance. Also an 04, evidence tampering. Now, those sound like they could all be connected to the same situation. Illegal ID, controlled substance, uh, evidence tampering. Uh, he had his, uh, a foreclosure on his uh, property. That that was an 09. I don't know if that means he's been living in a van for eight years. That could be uncomfortable. Also, oh nine, operating without a license. Um, I don't think he was operating like operating as a as a physician. I, I just, I, I'm guessing operating some kind of a vehicle without a license. And then, then thirteen, he threw in a, a theft. I don't know whether it was a, you know he stole a, a Twinkie at a Seven Eleven or what, but it was theft. And then thirteen, battery. So that's his that's his accomplishments, and that's the kind of guy we're dealing with here. Not a genius, and um he's not a good guy, and he probably shouldn't have been out on the street I, I, that's always my question when I see stuff like this when I see the guy with this many um offenses, and I don't know how serious they all are and how much evidence they had on everyone, and whether he you know he could have been put in jail for it but um you know that's who he is so how does a guy who does that stay on the street? That would be my question. And it would be one thing if the only thing that he had done was, you know, threatened to blow up a utility company. That's That, to me, would be enough to put him away for a while. But theft, battery, evidence tampering. Uh, how's this guy not uh, in, in the, behind bars somewhere? And so how's the media handling this? Well... I've been watching CNN and MSNBC. I actually may have heard it when I went on the air. I forgot to turn it down. But uh, if you heard that in the background, I have I had it on here in the studio. Um, but I have been watching CNN and MSNBC, purposely not watching Fox, because I, I, I kind of know where Fox is going to go with this. And um, I just wanted to see what the, the two who would be happiest to see that the Stickers for the Trump stickers were on the van. I see wanted to see how they would react they 're not coming right out and blaming the President, but you can kind of tell that they 'd really like to, especially at c n n uh, and Then I want you to listen to this response from David Muir and Jonathan Carl. This is from last night, I think, um, and this is what Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, She had said uh, in response to people trying to blame Donald Trump. I want you to listen to what she said, listen to their response, and listen closely to what Jonathan Carl says the president tweeted about the media. The idea that this is at the hands of the president is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous
2: that it's at the hands of the president were her words there at the end. So, John, defending the president there and this call for unity from the president himself last night, uh, how long do you suggest it'll last? Well,
0: the president's about to embark on his most intensive period of campaigning since he himself was running. We're talking about at least 10 rallies planned for the final week of the campaign. He certainly toned down the rhetoric last night. Uh, In Wisconsin, but at the same time, neither the president nor any of his top advisors have said there is anything wrong at all with his rhetoric or that it in any way encourages violence. And White House officials say, David, that he will continue to draw sharp distinctions with Democrats. And this morning, he issued a tweet where he had a brand new attack on the media saying, quote, news organizations are bad and hateful beyond description. So the bottom line here is, I would not look to the president to be toning down his rhetoric for long.
1: Okay, he said the media is quote bad and hateful beyond description. Okay, now that's what Jonathan Carl said that Donald Trump tweeted. This is the kind of thing that Donald why, why Donald Trump calls it fake news and why he says he's treated unfairly, which he just said again by the way, out on uh, on a tarmac somewhere, on I mean, was on his way wherever he's on his way to. Uh, he's, he, he when he was asked about this today, he thanked the. Uh, Law enforcement, and then he made another, took another shot at the media. But he said that uh, Donald Trump said uh, had a comment about the media, which he said were quote bad and hateful beyond description. But here's the tweet. Okay, a very this is the whole tweet. A very big part of the anger we see today in our society is caused by the purposely false and inaccurate reporting of the mainstream media that I refer to as fake news. It has gotten so bad and hateful that it is beyond description. Mainstream media must clean up its act fast and fast as in caps. So he, he didn't just say that the media is bad and hateful beyond description. He said, fake news has gotten bad and hateful that is beyond description. And so on national television last night in front of millions of people, Jonathan Carl what he said was true, but it was completely biased and, and unfair to what Donald – you can hate what he tweeted anyway, the whole tweet. If you hate it, that's that's fine. But he it was a, a perfect case of how in the media you can by, um, by just – I don't know, just picking and choosing what you want to use from a quote or by uh, leaving something out, you can make it sound much worse than it is. You can still if, – if you're, if you're accused of not telling the truth, you have a defense because you can point to the – The tweet, and and you'll see that in there, but leaving it out, what what you fail to mention is just as bad as not mentioning it or mentioning it incorrectly. So it it completely distorted the tweet and completely distorted what Donald Trump had said. So now let's go back to another incident that involved a politically motivated wacko. Uh, Maybe you remember this uh, guy actually shot and almost killed a congressman. It was Steve Scalise, a Republican uh, congressman back in June of 2017. The guy's name was James T. Hodginson, and he had volunteered for the Bernie Sanders campaign and was seen carrying a sign in front of a post office that said, Tax the rich. He didn't like the rich, hated the rich. And Bernie got him all riled up to hate the rich, apparently. Uh, And he also tweeted this, uh, this Hodgkinson guy, who's now dead, fortunately. Somebody shot him. It was good. Uh, he also tweeted this: "I want to say, Mr. President. I want to say, Mr. President, for being an a-hole, you are truly the biggest a-hole we have ever had in the Oval Office." That was uh, this guy before he went and tried to shoot multiple congressmen before he was shot and killed by Capitol Police. So he was a big Bernie fan, and he tried to s- tell several Republican congressmen uh, how he felt by shooting them at a baseball practice. But uh, I don't remember Bernie Sanders ever taking the blame.
3: Madam President, I have just been informed that the alleged shooter at the Republican baseball practice this morning is someone who apparently volunteered on my presidential campaign. I am sickened by this despicable act, and let me be as clear as I can be. Violence of any kind is unacceptable in our society, and I condemn this action in the strongest possible terms. Real change can only come about through nonviolent action, and anything else runs counter to our most deeply held American values. I know I speak for the entire country in saying that my hopes and prayers are that Representative Scalise, congressional staff and the Capitol Police officers who were wounded make a quick and full recovery. I also want to thank the Capitol Police for their heroic actions to prevent further harm.
1: So you know that uh, as the story goes, and, and Bernie, that they said all the right things there. Got to give him credit there. So you know that you know as the story goes along, the media is going to be blaming Trump. Uh, I've already heard a lot of it today. Uh, but they seem to be trying to show some restraint, as I said, and I think that will change as this... The, the arrest today and the revelation of who it was gets further behind us. They'll start to blame Trump more. But I wanted to check to see what was being said about the Scalise shooting back in June. Uh, this is just a, this is from MSNBC, and I think most people at the time knew that he shot uh, Scalise and, the, and tried to kill other people because of he didn't like them. He didn't like Republicans. It was pretty obvious. That's that was the reason. That was the motivation. What what was the but what was the you know what was uh, left unsaid or what was the mystery? Well, MSNBC. This is uh, from their website back then. MSNBC headline was motivations behind Scalise baseball shooting still a mystery. That's what they said. Is it a mystery? What was a mystery? He took a gun. And he went and shot a bunch of Republicans. And he was a Bernie Sanders guy. He's nuts. And he got shot, which is what he deserved and killed. But uh, where's the mystery? Uh, So it says here, The motivation for James T. Hodgkinson's attempting to mass murder Republican representatives at a baseball practice in June remains a mystery, according to Pete Williams of MSNBC. Uh, Hodgkinson's motivations for attempting to murder Republican politicians appeared political. He was a left-winger, sympathetic toward, you think. So he was a fan of MSNBC. So that's, that's what it says there. And then, Uh, This is CNN uh, at the same time. Uh, Chris Kaliza. Kaliza. Uh, The Steve Scalise shooting has already become a political football is the headline. And in here it says, and it quotes uh, Representative Chris Collins, uh, President Trump's most prominent congressional supporter, one of them. This is what he's quoted as saying. I can only hope that the Democrats do tone down the rhetoric Uh, The rhetoric has been outrageous. The finger-pointing, just the tone, and the angst and the anger directed at Donald Trump, his supporters. Really, then, you know, some people react to things like that. They get angry as well, and then you fuel the fires. That's the same kinds of things that I was hearing today on CNN and MSNBC. Uh, So that's what was being said back then. and uh, Back then, uh, Paul Ryan and... Nancy Pelosi both gave speeches of unity, uh, it says here, to applause on the floor. uh, An attack on one of us is an attack on all of us. But uh, Harlan Hill, who's a Trump supporter, he said, events like today are exactly why we took issue with New York elites glorifying the assassination of our president, Donald Trump. Now, uh, that refers to a play, I don't know if you remember this, there was a play in Central Park, uh, Shakespearean play of uh, 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 Julius Caesar, and the Caesar character looked a lot like Donald Trump, and he was murdered by Brutus, and um, everybody, and it got great reviews. Everybody thought it was wonderful. Not everybody, but the people on the left thought it was wonderful. And, um, and then when something like this happened, uh, where uh, people were shot, uh, nobody seemed to want to bring that up or, or mention that that might, that that might set the kind of tone that would result in what happened, being, uh, people being shot. So it's kind of the same thing you have today uh, with this guy being arrested with Trump stickers all over his uh, truck. Uh, he obviously was some, – something fired him up to hate Democrats. He hates CNN. There was a, a, a derogatory statement about CNN on the truck. But this is nothing new. Um, it goes on, and it's, this guy's a nut. He's crazy, and uh, he sh- he, he's looking at, I think they said, 50-some years in jail. He's in his 50s, so let's hope that he never sets foot on the street again. That would be the good thing. Uh, and, of course, he is innocent until proven guilty. Not to throw that in there. But uh, he deserves, if he did this, to go to jail and never get out. So, um, But uh, just be, just just watch over the weekend and watch the Sunday shows. I, th- I think you'll see the, the Democrats and the, and the media, more as much as the Democrats, which are kind of the same thing, uh, you will see them become a little bit more brave about blaming Donald Trump. We'll come back. I'm going to take your phone calls. I have no guests today. Uh, 844-292-1250 is the number. And uh, is that, that is, or is it, yeah, 292-1250. I, there's another number for the guests. I get them wrong all the time. 844-292-1250. Stick around. Don't be at a disadvantage when it comes to your Medicare coverage. The 2018 donut hole is closing fast. Open enrollment ends December 7th, and you have some important decisions to make today. This is John Stagerwald. Medicare is confusing. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial know you have questions, and they have the answers you're looking for. Before you lock in for another year, are you sure you're getting the best coverage possible? Visit MarleyFG.com and find out for yourself. Do you hold Pat for 2019? Has your Advantage plan changed terms on you? What premiums are going up next year and how much? Should you switch your Part D prescription plan or drop it altogether? Don't go it alone. Let Marley Financial steer you to a comprehensive solution that lets you access any hospital or doctor you want. A plan that focuses not just on cost, but quality. With lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. Why get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses? Visit MarleyFG.com today. That's MarleyFG.com. Are you
2: about to pay double for new windows, siding, or doors? If you haven't called Windows R Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, gutters, siding doors, and, of course, windows. Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months and up to $20,000 on new vinyl, fiberglass, or wood windows. With options like triple-pane glass and names like Pella, no hidden fees or surprises ever. Your no-loophole lifetime warranty covers everything, including glass breakage, at no additional cost. Mention AM 1250 with your free estimate for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company, windowsruspittsburgh.com.
4: You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off, and you lie back. It's that end of day... Ah, that's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced.
5: OriginalMattress.com Truth is timeless. At the Original Mattress Factory, our business philosophy is based on honesty and truth, and it never changes. Simply stated, we treat our customers the way we want to be treated ourselves. This means we treat people with respect, we educate rather than manipulate, and we offer genuine value and substantial savings, not simply by saying it, but by proving it with cutaways of our mattresses compared side-by-side with the mainstream brands. Stop by one of our store locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com
2: to see the OMF difference for yourself. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's a beautiful country out there. Discover it all in a new RV from Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. At your local Camping World, you'll find over 350 new RVs in stock, an ever-changing selection from America's top brands, including favorites like Coleman and Mallard of every class and size, all at wholesale prices. Say hello to a whole new world. Visit CampingWorldOfPittsburgh.com.
6: He can smell you from half a mile away. here with pinpoint accuracy and detect the slightest motion with a 310-degree field of vision. But with an Oak Ridge hunting blind from Yoder's Backyard Structures, that deer will never know you're there. Solid, silent, scent-controlled, satisfaction guaranteed. This is one perch you won't fall out of. And with Yoder's delivered and set up free of charge. Take your hunt to a whole new level at yodersbackyard.com.
0: Our phone lines are open at 844-302-1250. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250.
1: The Answer. So, if you would like to continue to talk about uh, this development today, I don't know what else really can be said about it. Um, it'll be beaten to, just beaten to death tonight on the on cable news and all weekend. Um, and I, I'm back to well, I mean, we found out who the guy is. We found out that who he liked and who he doesn't like. It's pretty obvious what was going on. It's pretty obvious to me that he's crazy. Uh, if not crazy, he's such a loser that he'd be better off being crazy. But if you want to talk about that or anything else, call me at 844. It's 302-1250. 844-302-1250. Uh, I'm going to go on to other things. Um, uh, there's a couple of things. that uh, I'm going to get to Le'Veon Bell here uh, at some point tonight. I've got a really strange um, piece uh, written by Le'Veon Bell's agent. Um, and this is uh, goes way beyond sports. And it's, it's pretty nauseating, actually, but I, I will uh, I will get to that later on. I wanted to cover, I, I'm a big uh, observer of the media. I worked in it all my life, and especially television, where I spent most of my time. And I talked a little bit yesterday, actually more than a little bit yesterday, about Megan Kelly. And I said that um, I... I it none it it doesn't didn't surprise me at all that she didn't make it very long last very long. She actually might have she lasted about as long as I thought she would which was about two years um, uh, and that was more than she deserved she, her, the show uh, was not very good. She was not very good at what she did The little bit that I saw of it when she first went on she was out of her um, out of her element she uh, she made it as a um, uh, just a, a, a hard hitting commentator conservative commentator good interviewer asked tough questions and she became a little bit too full of herself and so she uh, they they took her over to NBC and tried to turn her into well not totally turn her into um, uh, Katie Couric but you know that's not the kind of stuff she does she was interviewing celebrities and Hollywood movie stars and people like that but so I come across this story today and we'll get to this after the break a little bit more but um this, I just, is there any place that we don't have to hear this? But apparently not. Uh, this is a pretty big story in the media. This is the Daily Mail, DailyMail.com, which had some pretty good stuff on this, some quotes and a lot of inside stuff on this. And I think this is about a lot more than uh, a TV host being fired. Uh, the quote on the headline here is, this is the worst white privilege I have ever seen. Black NBC staffers deeply hurt that Megyn Kelly is playing the Me Too card to collect her $69 million payout after blackface remarks. Now, uh, you know about those remarks, and I. the more I see the remarks, the more I think that they were, uh, you might call them dumb, um, not unartful, I think is, or inartful, whatever the word is, that people like to use for stupid comments, but not worthy of being fired. And I'll have more on that in a minute by a columnist who wrote about that, but... um, she apparently uh, is saying that she thinks that her coverage of the Me Too movement played a role in her termination. So one one uh, fellow former fellow employee said, how dare she? Who the hell does she think she is? Her blackface comments were bad, but falsely playing the Me Too card is the worst form of white privilege I have ever seen. What does that mean? have to do with her being white. I have no idea. We'll try to figure it out when we come back. Take your phone calls. 844-302-1250. Give me a call. Stick around.
5: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Federal authorities are charging a suspect in the mailing of package bombs to prominent
7: Democrats and others. We have arrested Cesar Sayoc.
5: FBI Chief Chris Ray says a fingerprint helped them identify Sayoc, a 56-year-old Florida man with a long criminal history. Ray says it was found on one of 13 pipe bombs mailed nationwide, containing materials that could react and explode, though none did.
7: These are not hoaxes devices.
5: Ray says more could be out there. Attorney General Jeff Sessions says Sayoc faces five federal counts. Sagar or Magani at the White House.
1: Another rough day on Wall Street as the Dow is down by 296 points to 24,688. The Nasdaq dropped 151. The S&P lower by 47. Oil up 26 cents to 67.59 a barrel on the New York Mercantile Exchange. This is SRN News.
8: You guys can hear from the Hit Podcast. Today's growth. Who would win a three-mile bicycle race, an 11-year-old girl or last year's winner of the Tour de France? It all depends on the bicycle. It depends on their vehicle. Both on a 10-speed and the pro racer is going to win every time. But put the racer on a tricycle and the 11-year-old wins every time. You see, it's not the driver. It's the vehicle. When it comes to generating revenue, it's exactly the same. If you have a job or a small business, you are riding a tricycle. You can only go so fast. If you need to make up lost ground, it's not going to happen on a tricycle. No matter how fast you pedal, it's simply not going to win the race. Why do many people with no schooling and no advanced degree often become very wealthy? Simple, they choose to only ride 10 speeds. When it comes to helping people create their next revenue model, both Forbes and Inc. recommend Income Store as a can't miss when it comes to putting people on a 10 speed. Could your household or business use an additional revenue model that doesn't solely depend on you? If so, you need to check out IncomeStore.com. That's IncomeStore.com.
3: Dennis Prager believes the left has no limits. Those who are kind to the cruel will be cruel to the kind. That is a motto of our dear fellow citizens of the left. Because that's all it takes is, is a favorable word, a mere vote for Republican. And you're pro rate You understand how sick it has become. There are no moral limits to what they will do or say.
0: The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at noon. Right before Michael Medved at 3. On AM 1250. The Answer. Let's talk about your business for a minute.
4: Think about all the things you're doing to attract the best talent. Between the networking events and referral bonuses, you're probably spending plenty of time and money to find the right people. But what if it was your office that attracted employees? Today's workforce is mobile and active, and they want an office designed around the way they work. And Veridesk makes it easy. Veridesk Standing Desk Solutions help you create an active workspace where employees can stand and move, so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. Our full line of active office products are constructed with commercial-grade materials and require little to no assembly, so they're easy to set up and move. Companies of any size can have a Veridesk active workspace. Ordering is simple. Shipping is free. And our 30-day guarantee means if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. Learn more about Veridesk active workspace solutions at veridesk.com radio. That's v-a-r-i slash radio.
5: Hi, everybody. This is
0: Craig
2: Wolfley from my friends at J&D Waterproofing. For every waterproofing or foundation repair, a portion of the proceeds go to the Light of Life Rescue Mission or the Make-A-Wish
0: Foundation. Hello, this is Ralph Sindrich. I'm proud to be a part of this program and such a fine service to
6: be offered to the community. For any job commitment, I'll provide a signed copy of my book, NFL Brawler.
7: Call for a free estimate at 1-800-VERY-DRY. That's 1-800-VERY-DRY. Or visit us on the web at jdwaterproofing.com.
6: Protecting data across modern decentralized networks presents challenges that traditional backup solutions can't handle. At best, you'll waste time and money managing multiple solutions at worst gaps in coverage will leave your data vulnerable barracuda backup is a single cloud integrated solution that simplifies the backup process and allows data replication to anywhere on your network a private cloud barracuda's cloud or to the aws public cloud reclaim your data try barracuda backup free at barracuda.com backup
0: stuck in traffic we've got the answer
4: Lots of slow spots out there this afternoon. Let's start with the Parkway East. It is very slow outbound. You're stacked up Forbes Avenue up to Edgewood-Swissvale. Inbound is heavy Edgewood-Swissvale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and Boulevard of the Allies to the Fort Pitt Bridge. On the Parkway West, some slow spots outbound. Parkway Center Drive to Carnegie and inbound. Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. And we're seeing that volume on outbound 28 Veterans Bridge to the Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM
0: 1250, The Answer weather.
4: We'll cloudy skies for this afternoon with rain arriving. It remains cool with a high just near 50 degrees. Overcast with rainy conditions tonight as the low drops down to 41. We'll see rain at times again tomorrow, especially in the morning when it'll be steadiest. Otherwise cloudy and chilly for the start of the weekend with a high of just 48. Some showers with clouds on Sunday. I'm meteorologist Samantha Walp on AM 1250 The Answer.
0: This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer.
1: 844 1250 is the number uh, to call if you want to get your comments in here. I, I, this this uh, Megyn Kelly thing, see, to me, again, it's, to me, it's about so much more than Megyn Kelly being fired, which I, I thought was coming from about 10 seconds after she took the job, that she wouldn't make it through, not because I thought she was a racist and would... would um, Reveal that at some point during her uh, time on the air. I just I didn't think she was well suited for that. What I thought that show was going to be, and I was right about it. But I'm I'm reading this stuff, the the this, uh, the story in the Daily Mail, and the, the things that are being said about her, based on her comment that she made about blackface, which we'll play for you in a minute here. I want to so you hear it again. But uh, this is the, this is the uh, Daily Mail story, and it says a number of Megyn Kelly's black colleagues at NBC are shocked that the host is fighting to receive a full payout. She's owed $69 million. How many of them who were shocked would not try to get the $69 million owed to them? Do whatever they could to get it. Um, and the, uh, the, the, the DailyMail.com spoke to a number of employees who feelings on, whose feelings on the subjects. Subject ran from the gamut, from deeply hurt to outright appalled at Kelly's behavior, and reports that she might claim her coverage of the M- of the Me Too movement played a role in her uh, termination. I'm gonna play you the co- let's play the just her comments, uh, Aaron. If we can play that, do we have that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
8: But well, what, but, what? Because, because
4: so truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on blackface yes, yes. on Halloween or a black person who puts on white face yes. for Halloween. Like, I, back, back, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as, bars, like, a character. If somebody, somebody
5: feels like something is offensive to them, then you should say it, and that's fair game. Yeah, and, that and you I should be able, also, to like yeah, you be able to take it if you're going to dress up like that. Yeah, you've got to be able to take it.
4: But, you know, there was a controversy on The Real Housewives of New York with Luann as she dresses Diana Ross. And she made her skin look darker than it really is. And people said that that was racist. And I don't know. I felt like, who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I, I don't know how, like, that got racist on Halloween. It's not like it, she's walking around I, I have general. not seen it. But it you you have watched me. Yet.
5: Me
1: So this uh, employee that's not named, her blackface comments were bad, but f- uh, falsely playing the Me Too card is the worst form of white privilege I've ever seen. I, I, I don't get that at all uh and another employee said she had no respect for the african-american staff on her team and her apology was both fake and dismissive if it was fake she did a pretty good job because she was crying and she seemed pretty apologetic now anytime in a situation like that you don't know whether they're apologizing because they're sorry they said it or they're apologizing because they're sorry they're about to lose their job and i get that it happens all the time um but uh, then this is this is more of it here. Some of these quotes are just unbelievable. I got a, I got a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar quote coming for you in a minute here. Um, Lots of people were give, willing to give her a clean slate after the whole white Santa thing, but she showed her true colors this week, said the insider. That insider also noted that what Kelly was doing was not only an affront to her black colleagues, but also the men and women of the Me Too movement nbc declined comment she said at some point that santa claus was white and apparently if you say that if, if you look at a picture of santa claus and i know there are you know black santa clauses and that's fine but the actual original santa claus <laughs> he's white you know and so uh you're now a racist if you point out that santa claus is white that, that's just what he is he's he's a white guy uh, you know George Washington's white too. I mean he, he's actually real, but Santa Claus is kind of real. He's a he's a part of the culture and he's he's a white guy. Sorry. So this is what um, this is what Kareem Abdul Jabbar said. This is just beyond belief. Uh, well, first of all, the National Association of Black Journalists uh, they, that Megan Kelly's flip comments on blackface were inexcusable. Now you heard that soundbite was I didn't see anything flip about that. She was they were having a discussion. You can talk all you want about whether or not she should say it, but it was wasn't flip. It is imperative that media organizations work to maintain the trust of audience, said Sarah Glover, the president of the National Association of Black Journalists. She's also an NBC employee. The media industry has the power to inform and an awesome responsibility to dispel ignorance and not encourage it. Uh, okay, you didn't like what she said. Should she be fired for it? Uh, that's the question. Um, and she, was was it awkward or maybe misplaced? I I, I just I, I again. Anytime you talk about this stuff, there's a couple of things you have to keep in mind. You have to keep in mind that you're not black when you're talking about this, so, so you can never claim to have one ounce of understanding of what it's like to be a black person and whether or not you should be offended or not so uh, you know let's just get that out of the way i understand that you, but see, you have to keep that in mind uh but uh i you know this is this is kareem abdul jabbar it's um, you know and if you don't know who he is he's a former basketball player Do you know who he is Aaron? okay uh he played a long time ago he's about my age an old guy this is what kareem now you heard that what she said okay you heard what she said. Keep that fresh in your mind. And this is what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said about what she said. She's an educated person with a news background, so there's no way she is not informed on the issue, which means she deliberately, without regard to the harm she would inflict on people of color, chose to pull out this old controversy. And this, this is, this is what I mean when I say that it's, it's become so ridiculous. It's, a, it's such a, a classic example of crying wolf and diminishing the actual legitimate, real, hurtful cases of people being racist and saying hurtful things, hateful things on purpose. She chose to pull out this old controversy. This is what he says. Not quite a hate crime, but hate crime adjacent. That's what he said. This was a, he compared what she said in this discussion. It's, again, it's from a white person. So you have to understand when you're talking about this that by even questioning it, you open yourself up to be accused of being racist for not understanding that why the, this is a, a, a big deal. And if you don't think it's as big a deal as the people who are offended think it is, then it's not because you're misinformed or that you just have a different opinion. It's because you're racist. This is more from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Should she be fired? In the best of all possible worlds, yes. That's what <laughs> Kareem Abdul Jabbar said. Either she deliberately was racist in order to juice her flagging ratings, or she was too dumb to know it was racist, which is inexcusable for a news person. So you have you're dumb if you don't under if you if your opinion of what is racist doesn't match what the person of the race uh, who's um, being offended. Thinks is racist, then then you got to be fired, um, and I, I'm again. If you think about, what the, you heard the you heard the discussion. It was a it was a, an impromptu, it was an ad lib, uh, lib conversation, a panel of people around a table, and she just threw that in there. And uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, who talks about how smart she's supposed to be, is dumb enough to think that in a situation like that. She was deliberately doing something. She just she just threw out something that was um, being discussed, and she threw her opinion in there. He says that she was deliberately trying to increase her ratings. So that, like it was premeditated that she was going to say that. That is dumber than anything she said. And uh, this is another one, another employee. If she truly had remorse and felt like she was wrong, she should take no money and go into hiding but she's gr- she's greedy and here's the word entitled noted the first NBC employee who spoke to dailymail.com what the hell does she have to fight for she's been fired for being racist on national television she's not coming back and she needs to accept that she's owed 69 million dollars and these these people who are in former or fellow employees former fellow employees think she should walk away from sixty-nine million dollars and just give it up, which would mean, of course, that her apology didn't mean anything, um, and which they don't—they don't. These these uh, uh, offended people and former employees, fellow employees, they—they—they they, they just think that she did it deliberately. So she just—you can't do something like that deliberately and then still expect to be paid. It's a—it was an ad lib situation on television. These people work in TV things come out when you're you're unscripted that maybe you you uh, don't say them as well as you'd like to say them and so you should be fired for that and and not only fired but you should be fired because it's obvious that you were doing it intentionally that you planned the whole thing it's beyond beyond stupid what they're saying about it so that's where we are that's where Megan Kelly is they owe her 69 million dollars I'll take your phone calls if you'd like, 844-302-1250. I'll be right back.
7: Have you ever seen a pest controller spraying chemicals in your home? It makes you wonder, if their chemicals are safe, then why do they suit up and wear respirators only to leave you to walk back in unprotected? G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-in Pest Free. And I'm here to tell you there's a better way. In an age where we now have the choice to drive electric cars, you too can electronically read your home or business of unwanted rodents and pests. The answer is plug-in pest-free. 100% chemical-free, plug-in pest-free is your safest bet for your family and pets. Our bestseller, the Plug-in Pest-Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. gopestfree.com today. You know the moment. The
4: workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day ah that's the relief you'll feel when you rest on a body soothing serenity made locally at the original mattress factory relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work the original mattress factory thoughtfully made honestly priced
5: Originalmattress.com. did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store that mattress is being sold for the second time what do i mean Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at originalmattress.com to see for yourself.
6: He can smell you from half a mile away. Here with Pinpoint Accuracy. And detect the slightest motion with a 310 degree field of vision. But with an Oak Ridge hunting blind from Yoder's Backyard Structures, that deer will never know you're there. Solid, silent, scent controlled, satisfaction guaranteed. This is one perch you won't fall out of. And with Yoder's, delivered and set up free of charge. Take your hunt to a whole new level. At Yodersbackyard.com.
4: Healthy pets, healthy people focusing on a natural, holistic approach for human and animal wellness. Host Dr. Edmund Sokalski and his guests discuss various topics on health and wellness for us and our companion animals. Airs each Saturday live from 9 to 10 in the morning on 12:50 a.m. The answer, giving you the opportunity to call in with your questions. A healthy pet is a happy pet, and being healthy makes people happy. Tune in, listen. Learn, be well.
3: This is Dr.
2: Sebastian Gorkov. President Obama's eight years of leading from behind left the world in flames. From Russia's invasion of Ukraine to North Korea's missile tests and a growing ISIS caliphate. Under President Trump, American leadership is being restored. But that does not mean our enemies have disappeared. That's why I wrote my new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies With No Apologies. As a former deputy assistant to President Trump for strategy, I explain the threats posed by enemies like Russia, China, and the global jihadi movement. We must know our enemies and have the will to defeat them. In my book, Why We Fight... We take off the political correctness blinders of the Obama years and learn how we can vanquish
3: our enemies without mortal combat. Sebastian Gorka's new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies, is available now from Amazon and Barnes & Noble.
0: Our phone lines are open at 844-302-1250. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer.
1: How about a little sports, sort of? Uh, if you want to get a phone call in, you can at 844-302-1250. But um, uh, Le'Veon Bell, unless something's happened in the last few hours, as far as I know, uh, he's not in Steelers' headquarters yet, and uh, he's obviously not going to play against the Browns on Sunday. He's uh, still refusing to come in. Um, the training deadline, I think, is coming up on Tuesday. But he... he um, is going to come in at some point because he doesn't want to walk away from uh, all of his money and then have to be, come back next year. He wants to be he – he, there's, a, there's a, a certain number of games he has to play in order to uh, become a free agent at the end of this year, and that's what he's trying to do. And he's trying to prevent himself from getting hurt. And I, I've, I said – I wrote a column a couple of weeks ago that I, I based on all the money that the, um, the Steelers make and all NFL teams make – Uh, He's underpaid. All all the NFL players are underpaid, and that includes the guys making fifteen, twenty million dollars a year. They they could be making making even more. But uh, this got to me. This is Le'Veon Bell's agent is a guy named Adisa Bakari, and uh, he's uh, there's a piece by Jesse Washington here uh, that uh, talking uh, an interview with Adisa Bakari. He's talking about Bell, and he's talking about uh, just in general being an agent and NFL players. And the one thing that uh, this Bakari does, he, he's a guy, he's 45 years old, he's a black guy, and he's a, he grew up in Washington, D.C., played safety at Delaware State. That's, a, that's a, an historically black school, competes in the football championship division, so that's below division. what used to be Division I. Um, he gives a copy of $40 million slaves to every one of his clients, black clients, I'm assuming, uh, that's written by W. William C. Roden, who writes for the un, Undefeated, which is where this piece appeared. Uh, the book argues that despite their high salaries, black athletes remain trapped on figurative plantations controlled by whites, with little influence of or power in the multi-billion-dollar industries built on black labor. Again, I'm you know you get yourself in trouble if you don't understand this. You're, uh, if I don't agree with that, then you get accused of being a racist. But It's just idiotic uh, to say to compare. It's it's like uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar comparing what what um, Megyn Kelly said to a hate crime. It it just diminishes hate crimes. There are hate crimes, I guess, out there that you know are really hate crimes. And if you call something like a stupid remark made in a studio a hate crime, what does that? If if that's a hate crime, what is? a lynching a black person in the South in in uh, 1920 that's a hate crime. I mean they can't all be the same thing. There, there's 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 uh, there's degrees and it's just it's not a hate crime. So this is what um, uh, uh, Bakari had to say. He said it's it's certainly an easy intellectual concept to embrace. It's difficult when you're dealing with the realities of life. He's talking about a strategy to uh, uh, preserve the health. Of uh, players by limiting his games and and have him signed with another team next season for enough guaranteed money to recoup the six game checks, including five point totaling five point one million that Bell left on the table in Pittsburgh. Uh, he says, and this is what uh, uh, Jones Drew uh, said, the the the, foot, the, the running back. Um, he says. It's always interesting to me when players make a hard—this is this is Bakari, I'm sorry. It's always interesting to me when players make a hard business stance, they are vilified and deemed to be greedy and irrational and whatever, and there's a little tinge, I think, associated with black players doing it. I agree with them 100% that the players are called greedy, but the owners who end up having stadiums given to them and tax breaks that they get and, and being able to play in rent-free stadiums and all the stuff that they get, they're not accused of being greedy— But a player who wants to be paid is uh, being accused of being greedy. I've always agreed with that, and I always sided with the player. It just sounds, this is Bakari now, it just sounds different when I hear some of the critiques. It feels different. I'm not saying that is definitely the case, but you very rarely hear the critiques when the Tom Bradys or Aaron Rodgers of the world take a very hard stance as it relates to their value. That is complete and total BS. Uh, the, the 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 white players holding out get more sympathy from the media, the fans, from anybody else than black players do. It's just absolutely insane and moronic for him to say that. And uh, Bakari's clients have included two retired All Pro running backs, Matt Forte and uh, Maurice Jones-Drew, who both said that reading forty million dollars slaves was important in their careers. This is what Jones-Drew said. Adisa makes sure you're not being used. That's a, that's a real agent. Of course it is. He's supposed to get you the most he can get you, and every agent out there will do the same thing. Some people see you as a little black boy. You shouldn't be handling this. I'm going to make sure that when you step up to the table, you better come correct. Um, this is what this is what uh, Jones-Drew says, and he, he made millions of dollars. And uh, this guy... Um, uh, Disa Bakari represented him. Now, here's the thing if you, you know you want to be treated the same, then you probably shouldn't, when you score a touchdown, f- go fall on your back, spread your legs, and pull a football out as though you just gave birth to it after you score a touchdown, which is what Juju Smith Schuster did uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. You, you know, you, you, you can't act that way. And then uh, wonder when people look at you a little bit differently. I think uh, Thomas Sowell, the great philosopher and maybe the smartest man in America, uh, I think it was he who said, um, culture has consequences. They want to have fun and it's, it's great. They're having a good time out there. But if you, if you don't want to be uh, looked at differently than Tom Brady or uh, Aaron Rodgers, then don't play a game of hide and seek after you score a touchdown, with which Antonio Brown did or I think it was he did, but a bunch of uh, guys were involved in the the skit. Uh, Maybe that's fun and nobody cares, and maybe a lot of people like it, but Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers don't play hide-and-seek after they score a touchdown. So you can't do that and then wonder when people diminish you a little bit because of your um, behavior. Jim Brown, uh, uh, the greatest player in the history of the NFL, who also happens to be black, has said it many times that, that black players who do that kind of stuff diminish themselves, and they they bring back uh, the minstrel show uh, mentality. And he and he he talks about slaves, uh, speaking of slaves and forty million dollars slaves. He talks about slaves entertaining the masters with stupid behavior, and he compares that uh, to what the players do after scoring a touchdown on these uh, these uh, end zone celebrations. So. I don't. Know. I hope Le'Veon Bell gets a hundred million dollar contract from somebody. Doesn't bother me. It's not my money. Go for it. And I don't blame him one bit for doing what he's doing if he thinks that's the right thing to do. And he's going to end up with more money out of it. Good for him. But you know, this this is just insanity uh, from Adisa Bakari. A lot of insanity this week. We're done. Good job again by Aaron Byrne, our producer. And I will see you on Monday on the John Steigerwald Show, AM twelve fifty. The Answer by
0: The John Wall Show is a production of AM 1250 The Answer and Salem Media Drum.